0: Hi, thanks for downloading the next chapter of The Butcher. I just wanted to let you know that if you want to buy the full audiobook at a discounted price, you can head over to nathanburrows.com forward slash audio. Alternatively, you can buy a full price copy at any audiobook store. The Butcher is also available on Kindle Unlimited, ebook, and print format, all via Amazon. In the meantime, I hope you enjoy the story.
1: Chapter 10 Tom opened his eyes and immediately wished he hadn't. He had an absolute bastard of a headache behind his eyes, which was an unwelcome reminder of why he rarely drank whiskey. He got himself into a seated position on the edge of the bed and sat still for a few minutes, waiting for the nausea to subside. He realised that Frank must have put him to bed last night, but couldn't remember it at all. he had not even woken up this morning when Micah collected Frank to take him to work, Tom slowly got to his feet and shuffled to the bathroom for a pee. Ten minutes later, Tom was feeling a bit better having drunk the best part of a litre of milk. He sat in the kitchen in his usual place and waited for the kettle to boil. There was a note Frank had left in the middle of the table, as he usually did when he got up before Tom. Gone to work. Put stock pot on at four. Mince in fridge shed. The slaughterhouse must have dropped their meat off while Tom was still sleeping. At least that would keep Frank happy, Tom thought. Frank always took the prime cuts into the shop so that he could slice them just how the customers wanted them prepared. And Tom imagined him now talking to one of his little old ladies about which piece of belly she wanted for her tea. Next to the large stockpot on the stove, the kettle whistled as it came to the boil. Tom took it off the stove and made himself a cup of tea drinking it by the kitchen window. He looked at the grey skies and the rain outside, knowing he would be spending most of his day in it, and sighed. Once all the pigs were fed, Tom went to the main pig shed to see if the sows had come into heat yet. He gave Boris a sideways look as he walked past the enormous boar, but the sows weren't quite ready. He pressed a hand down on their backs and had a quick look at their rear ends, which was the only female genitalia Tom had ever seen in the flesh. Maybe tomorrow would be Boris's day, he thought as he wandered over to the shed with the fridges in. He got the large tub of mints that the slaughterhouse had dropped off and lugged it back to the tractor. At least he could spend a couple of hours in the kitchen where it's warm and dry. Back in the kitchen, Tom assembled everything he needed humming to himself as he arranged the herbs and spices on the kitchen table. He loaded up the sausage machine with the casings and added what he knew was just the right amount of rusk to a mixing bowl. Then he added some mince, herbs, spices and finally a generous helping of freshly ground pepper. The next part was the bit he enjoyed most. Tom plunged both hands into the mixing bowl and set to work mixing the ingredients together. He worked quickly, almost on autopilot and within three quarters of an hour he had a long string of sausages that curled its way around the kitchen table. He snipped them into batches of eight and packaged them into Frank's own brand wrapping making sure that the text Frank's butcher was front and centre on each one. By the time he had wrapped all of them he had over 50 packs of sausages stacked upon the kitchen table. That's a good job that is. Tom said to himself as he looked at his handiwork. He went outside to get a large plastic tray from the back of the Range Rover, running through the pouring rain as quickly as he could. When he had the sausages stacked on the tray, he carried it to the car and got in to head off to Frank's shop. When Tom arrived at the butcher's shop, the small car park was full, so parked on the double yellow lines outside, putting his indicators on to ward off any rogue traffic wardens like it would actually make a difference. Frank was deep in conversation with a customer when Tom arrived, carrying the tray into the shop. There were three or four other customers milling about, which was a good sign. Hey, Tom, that's great timing, Frank said with a broad but fake smile. I was just telling Mrs. Timmings here that I'd been expecting a sausage delivery, and here you are. Mrs. Timmings looked at Tom over the top of a pair of half-glasses, she had to be ninety if she was a day. Isn't that right, Mrs. Timmings? What? she replied. I said I was just telling you about the sausages, Frank repeated, this time much louder. Oh, yes, sausages, she said. Tom glanced at Frank, who still had his fake smile on, before he headed back to the door. I'll see you later, Frank, Tom said. Pot goes on at four, I've not forgotten. The bell above the door tinkled as Tom opened it and he stepped back outside to see a traffic warden regarding his Range Rover. I've only been here 20 seconds, mate, Tom said, trying not to sound too annoyed. Can't bark here, traffic warden replied from under his peaked cap. They're double yellows, they are. I know, look, I'm sorry, I won't do it again. The last thing Tom could afford at the moment was another parking ticket. I tell you what. Traffic warden said, his pen poised over his pad of tickets. You sort me out with a pack of them sausages I've just seen you carrying into the butchers, and I might forget all about the ticket. Tom wasn't quick at the best of times, but it didn't take him long at all to work that one out. Deal, Tom said, before rushing back into the shop.
0: Hi again, Nathan Burrows here. Thanks for listening. Just a quick reminder... If you're interested in buying the full audiobook, head to nathanburrows.com forward slash audio or any audiobook store.